What is up, everyone? My name is Brandon First, aka First Report, representing the ESBC Podcast Network. It is Sunday, September 6, 2020. It is time to talk Major League Baseball and more specifically, um, Southern California baseball, the three Major League Baseball teams in Southern California. We have you covered going over those three. And when I say we, I, of course, mean my co host. Brianna Winner, and um, look, unfortunately, the last couple weeks, um, there have been some drama when it comes to myself and trying to get into the winner's circle. I got into the winner's circle. It was there, um, but as usual, I opened my big mouth. I uh, started to maybe spout off, um, ended up getting thrown out of the winner's circle, and then in a rage, I then uh, said that Fernando Tatis Jr. is the best player in baseball, not Fernando Tatis, or uh, not Mike Trout. Um, so there is now a restraining order. I'm not... I am not allowed within 50 feet of the winner's circle. So here's a map. You will have to find the winner's circle on your own. But we take you over to Brianna Winner uh, to give us uh, – how are you doing today, Brianna? I'm good. You're probably going to be back in the winner's circle after the next series between our two teams. Oh, okay. I see. How, gotcha. Perfect. I like yeah, that. Yeah, you're, you're going to have two more weeks. Okay. Good to know. Good to <laughs> know. At least a week. You know, uh, I, I'm hoping that eventually, you know – um, maybe I could do the whole Bobby Valentine situation. Do you remember that? The, the glasses with the nose and then the mustache. Uh, maybe I could sneak in that way, uh, but I, I don't think that's going to happen. So obviously here on this podcast, we, uh, we focus on the three major league baseball teams in Southern California. I focus on the Padres. Brianna focuses on the Angels in the winner circle, and we both kind of uh, deal with the Dodgers because we have about equal amount of hate for that team. Um, so we're able to deal with it that way. Um, but we will step first into the winner's circle because, you know, um, something happened today. Uh, a, a certain, certain something happened this entire weekend um, with the team. Obviously, the uh, Mike Trout, second best player in baseball, had a very historical weekend as well. Um, what is going on with the LA Angels or the Anaheim Angels as we head into the winner's circle? Well, obviously, the week started off with the Mariners finishing off that series and obviously losing, so they split that series, and then they started off with Brandon's Padres, and I, as soon as the second game finished, I said, did I or did I not say it was going to be a split? So, obviously, they lost the first game 11-4, to but on Wednesday, they did win 2 to nothing in a shutout where it was Heaney versus Clevenger, so it was the first game that Clevenger pitched as a Padre. Heaney outpitched them and pitched seven innings with six strikeouts. And look, the Angels have won five of their last six. You heard me, five of the last six. And I'm sure I'll let Brandon say what happened later when I get there. But um, obviously they played their seventh ITB this weekend. Oh, almost giving me a heart attack. Um, and they are two of five now with um, ITBs. They did win one this weekend. Obviously they played the Astros. And this is the final meeting between those two teams. But obviously in that ITB, you saw Otani getting his first career walk-off um, in the 11th inning on Friday. And then the next day, you saw Adele getting his first major league uh, walk-off in game one. But obviously what else happened in game one? Trout passed Tim Salmon on the all-time home run list for the Angels. So now he is the record holder for the, lead, for the team with 300. So he is now one of four players to have 300 home runs with 200 stolen bases in the career in his career. 
And on that list, you've got Sammy Sosa, you've got Willie Mays, you've got Alex Rodriguez. But after passing Tim Salmon, he is now the 16th player to get 300 home runs before the age of 30. You heard me. He's not even 30 yet. He is only 29. And obviously, that happened. That happened in the first game of the doubleheader. And obviously in the second game, we saw the Astros as the home team. And that game got postponed from last week because of the fact that um, Hurricane Laura had come in earlier than was expected. So Trout ended up DHing in the second game and he did not play today. So today's game saw no Otani, no Fletcher and no Trout. It just makes this so much better. And obviously, I'm going to give Brandon the honors of saying this because I know how much he loves saying it. <laughs> well, once again, it is a, a we both both of our teams have said this on this podcast. The Angels have swept the Houston Astros in four games too. That's another thing too. This isn't a two three game series, a four game series, and and even more so. You already alluded to it, but this past Sunday they do it with no Otani, no Fletcher, and no Trout. Um, I mean, it was, and it was obviously a day off and eight other guys and it was a day off for Trout and Otani, but going off into that second game, here's the brain fart that happened. Obviously the Astros were the home team. They forgot that they were the home team. And when Rendon hit a three run home run in the top of the seventh, they were, the Astros were starting to walk off because they thought it was just a walk-off home run. And then you see the umpire just saying, nope, go back. You're not done yet. This is only the top of the seventh, go back. And it's just funny watching that video over and over again. Um, but obviously in today's game, Renhifo was scratched from the lineup because of a thumb sprain, but ended up having to go in later after Barreto um, had in, gotten injured on a slide to second base in the sixth inning. Then boom, ended up being the pinch runner. And then obviously we didn't know who was going to be in because beginning of the game when was scratched because of injury Fletcher is out you have no more Tommy Lastella which was stupid um you got Barreto because of Tommy Lastella the Tommy Lastella trade which is still stupid um and he ended up going from a DH to the second baseman but he ended up getting hurt what you gonna do now Angels when is hurt too and yet you still put him in you could have just put Trout in and put Ward back into the infield Obviously, it was Trout's day off, but still, he was ready. You saw him go into, you saw his uniform on looking like, am I going out or what's happening? But again, the Astros got swept by the Angels. I'm going to have fun saying this all week. <laughs> and now we're going to go to Brandon and his Padres report. Yeah, you know, Obviously, it's not <laughs> as, as much fun um, as uh, Brianna had. But um, it's had another fun saying it too. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. One hundred percent. But I, I should say the 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 week the Padres had. Um, it's been a good week, but not nearly as good as it has been for the Angels. Um, she co- pretty much covered the first part of the week. Um, hats off to Haney. Uh, the Angels pitching staff, like I said, credit where credit is due. Uh, they won that game, fair and square. Uh, not only that, uh, uh, probably one of the you know pitching staff that leaves a lot to be desired against. One of the best offenses in baseball. They blanked him. So hats off to Haney. Um, Clevenger will, you know, he'll, he'll, I don't even think I need to say he'll get better. I mean, he, it was a good outing. You, you know, you need to get a little bit of run support. Um, didn't get it done, unfortunately. Heading into the weekend, uh, it was a little bit of a bitter taste in your mouth. You know, you get shut out 
by a team that, you know, with all due respect to uh, Brianna and our friends up in Anaheim, it's not a team that you would expect to get shut out by, but they did. But it's fun for us. Oh, it's great. <laughs> um, and, they, and, and to the Padres' credit, they bounce back. They take two out of three from Oakland um, today. Uh, getting the job done. It's very interesting. This, this past weekend, uh, on Friday, we, we almost saw kind of similar carbon copies of the way these games uh, Friday and Sunday have gone. A's take a lead early, um, starting pitcher struggling, and then there's a play at the plate. And Friday night, it was a play at the plate from Will Myers throwing, um, I forget who, who out, but he threw him out. Boom, immediately momentum changes. Same thing today. Padres go down one run. And then I think it was a wild pitch um, and tries to throw it, uh, tries to score from third. It's a terrible call. They call him out on the field. Oakland um, re replays it. They somehow still call him out. He was, he was safe. They looked at it. They still called him out. Anyways, he's still called out. Innings over. Instead of being up 2 nothing, the innings over. Um, once again, the Padres next half inning take the lead. Uh, Fernando Tatis and Mike Trout officially uh, tied for the most home runs in the league at fifth, or I'm sorry, in all of baseball, not just the National or American League, all of baseball with 15 apiece. Tatis hit what, what was essentially the game winning home run today. Bit of somber, not somber, I mean, it's not the end of the world, but a bit of uh, bad news. We saw um, Luis Capusano, who has been pretty much was the guy that everybody wanted in the trade deadline. Obviously, that didn't happen. Um, Padres end up giving away Hedges and uh, uh, Naylor to get Clevenger along with a couple other prospects. And that's going to help situations. Um, but Capusano had his major league debut, hit his not only his first career hit, um, but it was also his first career home run as well, all in one fell swoop. Gets the job done, um, and then is a late scratch Saturday, and then Sunday is placed on the IL. It's really unfortunate um, for Capusano, who obviously, you know, you start the start your career with a home run in your first game as a uh, major leaguer, and what happens? Uh, you know, you're injured the next day. You're on the IL a week later or a, a day later. It's very unfortunate. Luckily for the Padres. Uh, they are actually pretty deep now at, uh, um, at catcher uh, with Jason Castro and um, Austin Nola both uh, joining the team. Both look very good. Nola is, looks better, um, but Jason Castro looks like he could be a nice backup. And Cassano is almost, at this point, uh, just house money, uh, just kind of a bonus. Unfortunately, he will be on the DL or the IL. I'm sorry, you got to be politically correct. It is the IL. So we'll see how that goes for the Padres, but overall a good week. Now look, yeah, you, you would have liked to go uh, five and one, but the four and two, you'll deal with it. Um, you're still in good shape. Um, not going to win the division. Look, let's be honest. We're not going to win the division. And that's mainly because of the team that we're going to talk about next as I pull up their results from last week. It's pretty much been the same story all year for the Dodgers. Let's be honest. Um, they, they just go out and they win series. It was another sweep um, in which uh, they uh, – another series in which they sweep the Diamondbacks in three games. Then Colorado, um, as of right now, it is a split with Colorado. The Dodgers, as I said, look, 37-11, and 37-10. I mean, just some of these 
what was it? Uh, yeah, 30 and 11. Not, not there yet, but they probably could get to 37 11. But 30 and 11, this is a team that we saw earlier struggle. Uh, Betts was struggling. Um, Seeger was playing well, but uh, Corey, Cody Bellinger was struggling. Even some of the pitching was struggling. And they were still winning games, still in first place. Now everything's figured it out. And this team is, let's face it, they're probably the best team in all of baseball, and it's not even close. And once again, now allow me to go vomit. What are your thoughts on this past week from the Dodgers? Well, I've got a question for you about tonight's game. Yeah. How do you think they're going to do without bets in the lineup? You know, the Dodgers – I don't if now if it was if the Dodgers won both of the first two games, I would say, hey, the Rockies have a shot here. Now, is Betts taking out of the lineup enough for now all of a sudden the Rockies to win this series or win this game and, and win this series? No. Now it's you're you're a weaker team. The Dodgers are a weaker team, but um who did you who did they put in instead of him? Do you have it on hand? Um Lux is the leadoff this okay. game. Um so I mean I would still feel more confident no matter what with the Dodgers lineup than the Rockies lineup. It'll, it'll make things, um, I guess, more difficult for the Dodgers. But uh, bets being out isn't, uh, doesn't turn it. And like I said, if the Rockies win tonight, they'll be the first team to win a series against the Dodgers. That, that's for a team that's been really bad in the last two weeks. That's something nice little feather they can put their cap on. I don't think they do it tonight, though. Uh, but it will be interesting I mean, to see. I mean, considering the Rockies lost to the Giants 23-6 yeah. to earlier in the week – I don't see them winning. I really want them to, but I don't think there, it's going to happen. There might be some games where the 49ers don't score 23 points. So just keep that in mind, you know. That, that was a pretty crazy uh, quintessential Coors Field game. Uh, and I loved the tweet. I think you sh- showed it to me. But um, the Colorado Rockies, you know, all these Twitter accounts, they try and, you know, maybe guss it up or try and make it so not obvious that they, lost. Um, they suck. Or, yeah, they lost. Um, and they weren't even trying to sugarcoat it. They just said, let's be honest, yeah, that sucked. And it did. 23 to 6. Yeah. Yikes. Oh, it's 23 to 5, but here's the tweet. Oh. We typically have positive and encouraging words when tweeting the final score after losses or some kind of clever approach. Not tonight. We lost 23 to 5. It sucked. Good night. <laughs> yeah. Period. End of story. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, as we loop back around you, you have the schedule for the Dodgers this week off on hand. Correct? I do. Perfect. I do. So why don't you give us a rundown of what the Dodgers have coming up? Uh, and then I'll go with what's going coming up for the Padres. And then we'll go back into the winner's circle and finish this on up. Okay. Look, the Dodgers have two days off this week. Two. They have the day off tomorrow following this series against the Rockies. Obviously, they're not playing till like, well, it's about 6.50 now. They're not playing for another 30 minutes. Um, but Tuesday through Thursday, they're playing the Diamond. They're playing in Arizona against the Diamondbacks. That's going to be an easy series. But here's the series that everybody wants to watch. Saturday and Sunday, it's a two-game series against the Houston Astros at home. Now I really wish fans were able to go in. But I think this is the series where you wish that fans are able to go in. Obviously, we wish it would have happened this weekend just to see the Astros get swept by the Angels, and I'm never going to stop saying that. Um, and especially, like, I figured a lot of Dodger fans probably would have driven down to Anaheim just to go watch it. Um, but, I mean, their, their um, schedule this year has been relatively easy. It's not going to end there. I mean, the Diamondbacks are – they're going to for sure win that series. The Astros – 
Um, they could split, but I think they're going to take it like they did last time. I think we all want to see Kelly in the game, though, at some point or another. I don't know if he will, but it's going to be fun. <laughs> and obviously, I sent you the picture of what um, his son was wearing, like the shirt his son was wearing, and it was... Yeah. Wow. I mean, you know, it doesn't say that word. I mean, but it's pretty, it's, wow, okay, it's a little young to be wearing that shirt, but that's just me. Uh, the the but, shirt said know. nice, nice swing, basically saying nice swing B. Yeah, <laughs> uh, pretty much the same thing, remember, that Joe Kelly said uh, in response. Um, but instead of, I believe what, I instead of the IT. I, it's an, a 1-7. Yes. It's signifying yeah, 2017. It's about a, it's, it's about a five, six, seven-year-old kid walking around in that shirt with mom taking a picture too. Um, I, I seems like a pretty fun household there. I don't know how grandparents feel about that picture though. I don't know, but it's fun for right now. Hilarious, <laughs> especially since the series against between the two teams is coming up this weekend. Amen. For the Padres, uh, look, this is a team that's officially it's no longer. You know, can they or will they? Um, it, it's going to happen. Unless the Padres really, really falter, this is a team that's not only going to make the playoffs, but they're going to be a, a, a factor come playoff time. Uh, this week, it's going to be a little difficult. Look, they do come home. That's great. It's been a tough road trip. Not a tough road trip. I'm sorry. It's been a bit of a long road trip. And now this situation, they have the next 10 games. Yeah, 10 games at home. Um, and we got Colorado and San Francisco, three with Colorado, four with San Francisco. Colorado, depending on what happens tonight, um, is really one of the worst teams, at least the teams that's struggling the most. Remember, this team is like 11 and three, 11 and four uh, through their first 15. They are not that anymore. So they are struggling heavily. Uh, and then the Padres then get the Giants, who I think to everybody's surprise are kind of fighting for playoff spot. Um, I would, like I said, I'd love to see them be the eighth seed and play the Dodgers. Uh, that would be fun. Um, and I love watching Mike Yastrzemski until, except for these four games. I'm not going to be a fan of watching Mike Yastrzemski against my own team. Uh, that's never fun. It will be a four-game series to end the season, or to end the series, I should say. Um, and then just looking a bit ahead to finish out that road trip, uh, or to finish out that homestand, I should say, it is the Dodgers. Um, but even after these seven games are up, you're only looking, I mean, it will be two weeks, two Sundays from that point will be the end of the season. It's so crazy to think that even right now, there are three of these shows and the third show that we have will be, these are the teams in the playoffs. It's all set. Um, so it's just crazy to think about, but the Padres looking ahead, they have to feel good. They have to feel confident. And I've talked about it from the beginning. You have to win games against the teams you're better than. They have all seven here. Um, now, to go 7-0, and oh, that's a bit much. 5-2, um, and 4-3 and three wouldn't be the end of the world. I think the Padres are pretty entrenched in the two spot in the West uh, unless something really bad happens. Uh, and this would probably be the series or the week to do it because it's all about the, the West. Um, and it will be important to point out, next week, um, the Padres will then, from the 17th through the 27th, that's 10 days, they'll have three days off in those 10 days. So the Padres can really go for it late, late on in the season once this homestand finishes up. Um, but I am optimistic about the Padres. I see them going 5-2, and two, maybe 6-1 and one 
if they can maybe um, sweep Colorado or, or take three out of four um, from, well, I guess either way they're going to have to sweep Colorado. So, I mean, okay, who's struggling more, though, the Rockies or the Yankees since the beginning of the season? I mean, pretty much the same. You're right. Um, but And that's kind of my point, though, in terms of uh, finding a situation where you have to beat this team. They're better than – they are the Padres are better than Colorado, or they at least have more momentum um, in those situations. You need to pick up the pace, uh, and like you said, these are wins out there. The Dodgers aren't going to drop any wins. Um, and another thing too, if you lose all of a sudden, if you have a two and five week, all of a sudden the teams that you just lost to are the ones that are chasing you, and all the ones that are right behind you. So that's scary a little bit. So I think the Padres four and three is has to be the worst. They, if they go three and four, panic. I would say. But four and three, five and two, I would love to see six and one. But what about your outlook for your Angels, who, by the way, swept the Astros for games? You're going to say it one more time? Before no, that's the- it. No, that's it. I promise that's actually it. That was the last time that I, that I was going through of where I was going to find it. And I was like, okay, that's my last one. So I'm actually all done. I actually do promise. Uh, that was the last spot I was going to pop that in. Okay, so obviously with this momentum, they really should sweep the next series. Um, Obviously, they're going to be away the rest the entire week. Uh, Tuesday through, well, they have a day off tomorrow. And then obviously Tuesday through Thursday, they're going to be in Texas against the Rangers. They really should win that series. If they don't, well, that sucks. And their hopes are just dead, no matter what happens. Obviously, they're gaining up on the Mariners. They're gaining up on the Astros. I really hope they overtake the Astros, but it's not going to happen. And then Friday through Sunday, we are at Coors Field against the Rockies. I don't know how I feel about this series. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's Coors Field. Anything can happen. Elevation's a bitch. I'm going to say it. Elevation's a bitch, and I've gone through it. So um, for that series, I would love to see the Angels take two of three, but I really don't know because, again, elevation and it's Coors Field. But Mike Trout should have fun. And that's, and you know, in those games too, they're always a little crazy and uh, always get to see uh, something that you usually don't get to see at Coors Field. And uh, like I said, the the Angels are on a tear. Um, they've been playing well. I'm not going to go into it, but something happened, you know. Um, they, they have won five in a row. And, Just say it. Just no, say it. No, 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 no. <laughs> and uh, the Padres, um, you know, they, they, they got snake bit by them. And the Angels aren't done yet. You know, they're, they're definitely not, you know, healthy in terms of their playoff positioning. But they're, compared to where we were last week, um, they are in a much better position. Do not sleep on the Angels. Um, and then when it comes to the other two teams we talked about, uh, the Padres, I think you, most of Major League Baseball knows this team is for real now. They are for real. They add Clevenger. They add Nola. They add Moreland. They add all these other guys, Trevor Rosenthal, who got his first save with the Padres here today. Great follow on Twitter, by the way. Um, But now we also look at the Dodgers. The Dodgers, they're a juggernaut. We knew it was going to happen, and it's happening. It's unfortunate, but we are ready to get you ready for uh, to make money watching sports, and that's really what it's all about. Um, This is the wrap-up, really, of what's been a week of – Thank fun. goodness, no. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, what were what are your uh, final thoughts here on um, tonight's SoCal podcast? 
if you're not going to say it, I am. There we go. The Astros. <laughs> How many games? Four. There we go. Awesome. And the fact that they did it in a four-game series is even better. <laughs> Perfect. And it's, it, it was very, very nice to uh, start this podcast. No ITB loss for the Angels. So that was a plus. Um, thank you all so much for listening. For Brianna Winner, my name is Brandon First, a.k.a. First Report, representing the ESBC Podcast Network. Thanks again. Take care. Now go wash your hands and stop hating.